Hello and welcome to Swords and Monsters, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons. Today is a very special day. It is uh, the last episode of our story. It's our epilogue. Or the oh story. my god. I know, it's happy sad. I'm happy that the sweet. story's done, but I'm sad that the story's done. <laughs> Apparently, um, a couple of people are also sad about it as well. Yeah. Apparently, I uh, apparently we got a couple of people teary-eyed with uh, the last episode. I was definitely a bit teary-eyed when I was writing this bad boy. Um, because I was a little sad that it's over. And, you know, it, was, it has been lovely. Uh, but don't worry, podcast is still going on. Darcy's actually uh, leaving us and uh, going to live in Spain, so... Huzzah! <laughs> I'll be away for a month and it'll, it'll for be the like rest I was of never his gone. life. He's been accused of some crimes. He needs to get out of the country. Yeah, it's he needs like to a get tax, out quick. Tax thing. Yeah. yeah, apparently it's all tax related. Yeah, I mean, one of my many bank accounts um, got picked up, so don't worry about it. Luckily, yeah. he's invested in pure gold bars in Spain, so. <laughs> That's it. I figured out that I can fit exactly one gold bar <laughs> up my ass. I've been doing <laughs> yoga for months. Uh, but yeah, wow. so we'll probably have a month off and we'll be back into the podcast. Are you all coming to Spain? No. Yes. Yep. No, we're just going to, we'll be recording in that, but then we'll just give us some leeway. Um, yep. Yep. Because uh, we beginning have of October coming up. is very busy. Uh, I've got a uh, yeah, and then a wedding. Oh, yeah. To, not my wedding. Uh, someone else's wedding. But eventually your wedding. Yeah, oh, that's why my wedding. Yeah, Rory. We're waiting on God. you. Um, when are you going to get a boyfriend? That was a bit hard. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Darcy, I mean, uh, Rory, you know, I think everyone's getting married. I think, you know, if, uh, if I don't find someone, I'll, I'll put the hand up. I'll... No sex. None of that, you know, gay shit. But uh, we can get married. We can do that. I'm not, good. That's not good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Maybe edit that out. I don't know if that's uh, <laughs> no, that's appropriate. It was like what? <laughs> yeah. What so, marriage? Um, we I tasked the boys with like a, a task. <laughs> I'm the taskmaster. Should we do our last introductions for the end of this? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. yeah. I'm gonna keep it clean this time. I'm Darcy Smith. Right. I make stuff on the internet. Okay. I'm Will Ramsey. I make stuff uh, on the internet. I'm Darcy Smith. I make <laughs> stuff on the internet. <laughs> it was so close. We almost yeah. had the was... queen suite. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Alrighty. Well, I tasked the boys with the task, a tasky task, to give me a little bit of info between what has happened between now like the end of the podcast to now the next setting which is in 40 years time so yeah yeah i know so what we're gonna do is uh we're gonna listen to it uh we've got music in the background the boys made this so we'll probably just pause our recording right now and we're gonna listen to it historians have recently uncovered at the bottom of a well in a graveyard a book made with human flesh and inked in the blood it was found buried deep in the cavity of a preserved cult of a magi. It's written in our lost tongue and took years to decipher the title alone. Ex Motto Deathicus. 
roughly translates to Sex and Enchantment, the David Lightman story. The book is filled with spells, stories, and some baking recipes. This is an extract. Chapter 6879. I have spent the last 45 years of my life enjoying it. Shortly after returning to the Kingsford Crater, I left and enjoyed teaching dark arts for several years to fund some research. And Kingsford was a perfect place for me to get some cadavers. After finding the cure to one ailment no one had, I found the antidote to death, the ability to raise Lazarus himself. Of course, the side effect was you may not die, but your body good, if that made sense. Say, say you got squished by a big, big boulder. You wouldn't regenerate the damage anymore like someone else could if they got squished by a big, big boulder. You, you'd still be alive, you know, you'd feel squished. So honestly, it was a pretty mixed bag, but it let me keep my youthful glow while I searched for the true solution. I've relished with my time with a slew of new skills and hobbies. And a few years as a successful dog breeder named James von Schnapp, breeding a new dog called Lightman. Of course, this was actually a ragdoll cat. I painted yellow and resurrected with the soul of a dog. Then began a long-running romance novel series called The Naughty Necromancer, a, a semi-self-biographical series about my life as an adventurer. Of course, this was the financial hit that nearly sunk me. I had to fake the death of my alias of the time, Nicholas Bogle. Monica and I have been enjoying each other's company in the most suitable way. Visits to each other every few years and letters filled with sand. Monica's sandcastle is now a story tall, with detailed architecture and a fully furnished interior. I then enjoyed renovating an abandoned castle up on a cliff looking down on a small European village. It was a fixer-upper with a vermin problem. And by vermin, I mean vampires. It took months staking the swarm of those fuckers in before getting to this Nostarafru guy who was promising me a turn of life. <laughs> Jokes on him. The little fella had it in a better form than him. The idiot was bargaining with a shit hand. I live forever and I get to go out to a sunny park. He goes out there. You better be expecting a barbecue because he's going to get a lot worse than a sunburn. <laughs> I then got a legal degree at Miss Samantha's Community College and started practicing elder law under the alias Jebediah Goldman so I could get some money coming in for the vast renovations. Like, seriously, vampires do not take care of their castles. Cobwebs, broken floors, had to redo the whole thing. I was fleecing the old folks hard. Their loved ones barely saw a dime once I got my little stinky hands on those wills. I didn't even have to go out of pocket at the end for rev renovations. It was honestly pretty good. And shockingly easy to make wills out that just said, give it all to David Lightman. No one stops me, not even once. I've now started looking into ways to expand myself to be 
even beyond and be more powerful than ever before. And living forever is pretty neat, but living forever and being pretty powerful. Now that's what I'm chasing. I began by building a lab under the castle deep in the crust of the earth with hordes of the undead guarding it. This is where I was planning to store my jar, an item with my very soul etched in it. An insult to the gods themselves. Likely I don't believe in them. Also likely, at this point, Lady Nickrenstaff died, and she was loaded, and let me do her will. <laughs> oh, her family was pretty fuming. But let's see if they can find Jebediah Goldman, Esquire, Attorney at Law. After years of research and waiting for those old people to die, I was able to do what very few before me have done. Become a lich. It's pretty neat, honestly. Uh, especially with the other non-aging thing. I, I, it kind of works out pretty well for me, you know. I, uh, now, I can't die, but also I, I keep youthful. I guess next step, I take out any other liches. I honestly I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty jealous of others. I I want it just to be me, so uh that's a new goal I guess. Find any of those banging about. It's they're pretty annoying that uh someone else is there doing the same thing, so I'll probably just find them and kill them. Chapter six thousand eight hundred and eighty this is my ginger snap recipe. For a good holiday treat, I enjoy making these special little party thrillers. I have joined for many, 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 many... Oh, oh brief history. <laughs> fucking nuts. Sorry, Josie, let me start again. <clears throat> a brief history of the Mudging Kingdom. Chapter 6, Motomo History. A summary of the reign of King Motomoto I. Written and read by Merle Cromwell, archscribe to the Royal Peak, Aquila Jude. Moto Moto, first of his name, came to the Golden Nest Throne of the Magi. <clears throat> Sorry, I had something stuck in my throat. Came to the Golden Nest Throne of the Magi Kingdom after the sudden disappearance of the royal family during the legendary events of the Purple Knight. He was an outsider who ascended only after his people demanded their monarch be an heir of royal blood. Motomoto initially had little knowledge of his lands or their traditions, and so he relied upon the wise council that ruled in his name before his coronation. And he continued to do so long after. Of the seven royal voices, voices, voices that spoke at the king's council, there were but two that Motomoto heard the loudest. The popular, kind and fair Princess Karishma, his intended, who led the king's council as regent and royal comb, and Lysander Maneo, a clever, ruthless man said to be Princess Karishma's closest confidant. He assumed the burden of royal cape, carrying out the comb's commands and ruling in the king's name. In the early years of Motomoto's reign, it is not known if he ever truly had an interest in the affairs of state. He was either very wise or very lucky by choosing to unload his royal responsibilities on his two most senior advisers, as they were, indeed, prudent rulers. But it is known that only a year into his reign, 
Motomoto Moto was still unwed. Am I American or British? I, let's, let's do American. Motomoto Moto was still unwed, and he began to sense the mockery of him brewing at court for failing to settle the golden nest and produce an heir. And so, perhaps to give him advice on how to proceed, he brought an old friend to court, David M. Lightman. David was cunning and wise as he was mad and unpredictable. On the day of his arrival in the Mudgy Kingdom, David convinced Moto Moto to drunkenly propose to Karishma at public court. As the already intended queen, Princess Karishma reminded Moto Moto that they were already engaged to be wed and merely needed to set a date for the wedding. Some say the sound of David's ghoulish laughter still echoes through the throne room today. I keep going to British. I'm one of those scholars with multiple personality disorder. Uh, it's not known how instrumental David was in convincing Karishma of an expedited wedding, but it is known that within a few months, King Motomoto was indeed wed to the now Queen Karishma, who, much to the delight of the realm, was soon pregnant with twins. A month later, the Holy Wing commanded his choir to sing all morning at dawn when Queen Karishma gave birth to two healthy chicks, a boy Koto and a girl, Kishma. Before David's sudden disappearance, he helped provide reliable information to the royal council about the outside world. Finally nudging their spurs towards trade with foreign lands, it is well known that Motomoto had always tried, but failed to convince the high lords of the Maji Kingdom to embrace the outside world. Additional reading. David infamously disappeared from the capital during the Night of the Living Chicken, when one strange night the moon shone full and blood red and long-lost Maji relatives rose from their graves to visit the homes of their sons and daughters. It is not known whether David had a hand in this mysterious event, but his sudden disappearance and ghoulish reputation made him a household name in the Maji Kingdom from that night onwards. Decades later, children would come to celebrate his name with a holiday, David Ween where they would eat candy, dress up in costumes, and share spooky tales to remember David and the Night of the Living Chicken. Additional reading concluded. Years later, as the Maji Kingdom continued to prosper with foreign trade, great roads were needed to create channels for people and goods. It was at this point that Motomoto gave his greatest gift to the kingdom. One day, Motomoto brought a gnome to court and asked him to recall an old conversation about engine theory. The gnome captivated the king's council with a solution to their very problem, a nearly developed breakthrough in modern transport. Through the use of wheels spun by a steam engine, a large transport would move freight and people over rails. The gnome called it locomotive. The council was unanimous, and Motomoto immediately funded the construction of an enormous rail network that would connect the Maji Kingdom with the outside world and new locomotives under the name the Moto Express. The Moto Express. Twelve years passed, and the Mudgy Kingdom had exploded into the beginning of the Golden Empire we now know today. It was at this time that the Royal Cape, Lysandro Mineo, <clears throat> suddenly disappeared. Wowee. There are, of course, very loud and very vile rumors that still exist to this day, and that I, archscribe under the Royal Beak, must include in fairness to this historical accounting. These are that Motomoto discovered his queen in bed with the royal cape. These are but rumors, nothing more. <clears throat> Although who can be sure? Moving on. It was also around this time that Motomoto reportedly lost interest in attending council, started eating and drinking heavily, and maybe, possibly, also took to bed many ladies of the court. 
Queen Karishma too changed in demeanor. She became cold and willful, growing in strength and resolve by militarizing the Mudgee Kingdom and invading several of our neighbor states, who are, of course, now very, very, very happy to be part of the Great Golden Empire, yes, why we. These few decades later, Queen Karishma still rules with an iron claw, but alas, King Motomoto could not rule himself, and now rules from his bed, unable to rise. The question of succession still remains. Who will Motomoto name as his heir? Accessing the last known personal log of Gary Pumpernickel. When I think about my life, I like to focus on the good things. I'm grateful for the time I got to spend with my family and friends, and I'm grateful for the opportunity to help other families too. When I made the decision to stay with Aubergine in the way back when, and remain in this strange land, the first thing we did was secure these fancy boxes. I don't really understand the mumbo-jumbo, but Aubergine says that Kingsford, along with the whole world, was inside one of them, and that we need to protect them. She even said that the other boxes might have had towns and people and uh, worlds too. Strange places that never made much sense to me. Regardless, we became their protectors. After years, we grew to understand that people here in this world had lost their way. They were so concerned with these glowing lights and making ends meet that nobody seemed capable of appreciating what they had and who they had. Aubergine was confident that a few bad men were calling the shots and they were to blame. And I know a thing or two about how to bully bullies. Along the way I got these sweet pair of these things called sunglasses, which are like spectacles, but instead of uh, helping you see things, they just make you look good. Uh, but anyway, we confronted one of these, these guys and it didn't really go very well. I'm not sure if you've been shot with a gun at all, but like, it really hurts. And if, I, if it wasn't for Aubergine, I, I don't think I would have got out alive. I even lost my arm. But worse things have happened, I guess. We decided that if we couldn't go after the baker, so to speak, we'd go after his oven. Aubergine told me that within these lights that everybody's looking at, there's this number that determines how much gold you have. But gold isn't even there or something. It's like not even like a physical thing. Anyway, Orb said that if we could mess with these numbers, something would go uh, go wrong with like the world, like society would, would collapse or something. Um, she said that, you know, as her power grew, that maybe she, she could do it. She could do something that would change change the change the world fundamentally. She said that if we could do this, then it would balance the scales between regular people and the ones that seem to have it all. So we managed to infiltrate this fancy building, and with a bit of time with this big flashy console, Orb was able to shut down their numbers just for a little bit. 
all it took was one day, one day without these numbers, and people took to the streets. There was fire and mobs. People destroyed buildings, and the so-called elite were, were executed or, or ran away, like went ran into hiding. I'm not gonna lie, it was pretty grim for a time. For years, blood flowed, flowed freely down the streets, and we felt like we'd made perhaps like a horrible mistake. Then this funny thing started happening where people started to help each other. The farmers traded with the chefs, who traded with the builders, who traded with the miners, who traded with the doctors. Without all this fancy building nonsense, people's lives started to stabilise. People started to connect. Of course, there were a few bad eggs in the midst who got greedy and took law into their own hands, but Orb would go out and, and take care of them if they stepped too much out of line. People started to say that if you didn't act in good faith, the witch would come for you. I spent most of my years reading stories to the box in hoping that like, my family and friends might be comforted by a breath on the wind. Or maybe they just wouldn't feel too alone. Maybe they'd feel protected. It's safe to say, after decades now, that nature is healing. Orb has even said we might be able to find a way for us to return to Kingsford. I'll tell you what, I want nothing more but to live out my final years by that lake with the fresh air surrounded by the people I love. Log ended dated 2154. Similar searches are Where did Gary go? The Birth of True Civilization written by Aubergine Pumpernickel. Squid bread recipes. Wow. Wow. That was amazing. Wow. You wow. all did so well. Darcy, particularly... Collapsed like... the economy, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, over through society. It's a bit That's, of a yeah. juxtaposition there. There's a little bit of a capitalism analogy and then uh, um, a communism analogy at the end there. Isn't, uh, isn't there like a maths equation about how when the economy crashes, like many people die? Like, oh, like, yeah. Countless like, people. Well, yeah, people died. Yeah. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> I didn't think he glossed over it. He said it was pretty grim. <laughs> I think I said that the blood flowed through, freely down the street. <laughs> really, yes. Yeah. yeah, it flowed freely. Maybe got into Elder again. Law. Absolutely. I like that. I like Elder yeah. Law. Why not? And you guys, what? You invented the train? Invented Halloween? That's oh, yeah, no, I, I pretty much did nothing. Every, everything just kind of got handed to me. And then, you know, I thought everything was good. And then I caught my wife fucking someone. <laughs> um, and that kind of that kind of just set me off. And then I just you know, story. He's the took most a bunch of, of just ball. just kind of hung out, had my wife cheat on me, and uh, died. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. But I think that's that's fun. I would like to hop in it after yeah. all of your 
uh, recording. Yes. So I want to hop in at around the 40-year mark. So I'm oh. going to start off with uh, you, David. Lightning, hey. lightning hits the black castle on the cliff. It's at 6 a.m. It's almost like clockwork. Every single day, lightning hits that castle at 6 a.m. It was another restless night for David. Of course, he doesn't need to sleep, cause, uh, but he's gotten into the habit of it when you were mortal. Yeah, he keeps trying, but he just he can't. He keeps trying. Well, you've had a bit of a dream over this time. It was full of, <laughs> with pink lace and tiaras. So really I a like, nightmare. I like uh, to think that David, David loves getting a terrible night's sleep. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm after at the end of the day. Oh, that was terrible. I feel so rested. <laughs> like, let me picture this. Is he, like, lying in a nice bed just with his eyes wide open? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he sleeps like a old like a wizard in um, Lord of the Rings, like, with an eye, his eyes open. Like, arms right at his side. Yeah. He's, like, perfectly stupid. Not even, but that's not even a wizard perk. That's just a David thing, is he sleeps with <laughs> his eyes open and Yeah, they all learnt it from him. <laughs> yeah, I think so. With your, as your eyes are like completely open while you're sleeping, a your young assistant Isabella Fitzpatrick pops into your vision, and she goes, "Mr. Lightman, yes, Isabel, it's uh, never mind. You said to wake you up once the experiment has been completed. Uh, is that done already? Yes, the lightning is hit. If you'd like to go see." Uh, just before you go, can you tell me what David's room looks like and how David looks at the moment? Uh, the room is massive. Think of like a warehouse like size, but in the middle is just like a four post bed. No <laughs> yep. furniture, nothing. There's like some like one window in the corner and this is where he finds slumber. Uh, uh, and David looks completely off. Perfect. <laughs> David looks exactly like he has always. No different. He has not not aged a single day. Beautiful. Stunning. Well, uh, give me a little bit of an idea also. Like she leads you off to your work uh, workshop. What does that look like as well? Um, in the middle, I will say that in the middle of your workshop, there's a cage uh, with a dog in it. Uh, the dog meows at you. Yes, it's my yellow. It's my yellow ragdoll cat dog. Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> I mean, it killed the light, man. Uh, I mean, I, it's it's classic wear. It's a yet again very vast rooms. David knocked a lot of rooms out to just make massive big rooms. There's like five rooms in very this modern. castle. Very modern. Like he just it's a low just bearing likes, wall. I can't do uh, it. Oh, put a pillar there. Yeah. Uh, it's and it's it's just. In the centre, it's just a ton of pillars <laughs> and the walls are surrounded with bookshelves and the centre is just cluttered with tables with just with magic and science stuff just spread around. Uh, and he's just kind of slowly hopping in the room, kind of like skipping in. Can we get the, 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 the noise that the cat dog meows, makes? What does it sound like? It sounds like a cat. I'll give you a, a, what it looks like. So um, the dog... Uh, when you look at it, it's fluffy, um, has a little nose, fluffy tail. It's like white fluffy, it has big blue eyes. Um, it looks like a cat. It has yellow paint clearly coming off it from when I originally painted it. It has What's the soul of a dog in it. What's so it does noise? wag its tail. <laughs> 
as you like head over closer to, are you calling it the Lightman? That's what your dog is called. The, uh, this dog is called Bark. Bark. Hello, Bark. Bark, bark, come on, give me a bark. We're so close yet so far. Well, bark has been the your experimentee, really. And um, you have noticed as you get closer to bark, you can have you have a strong uh, feeling of that you want to eat tuna. Um, this is the key because that means that you can kind of tap into its thoughts and feelings. Wow. Yes, Bark is psychic. Wait, no, yes, I am psychic. I always get that confused. <clears throat> Says Isabella. He, well, he's not dead, so I think he can't die. Well, that was, that's true. You kind of extended his <laughs> lich abilities onto him, but now you can control him. Yeah, I, honestly, I, I, there was that part where we got, you know, let's try it out and, and bark first. And then I went, why didn't we do a person? But we already started, so. I, the the prob- problem is, is that I think that potentially, even if you can control his mind, body and soul, he does not have the um, uh, vocal cords for a, a bark. Wow. I will break him until he does it. He will bark like a dog. That's the only way I'll win that award. They know he's a cat. He keeps meowing. (laughs) Meow. Stop it, Bark. You need to bark. (laughs) (laughs) This is my biggest failure in life. (laughs) You haunt me. You haunt my dreams, Bark. All I need is one simple bark from you, Bark. And uh, another person comes in. It's like a a zombified human. No, let's say a little zombie goblin. And it comes in, it goes, Master. Yes, John. There's a letter for you. Read it to me, John. (laughs) And he pulls out a letter (laughs) and he opens it up. It's a long letter. And you see that he breaks like a seal, and the seal on it has the crest of a crown, a squid, and some violets. Shit. Alrighty, we're gonna go straight to Moto Moto now. Alright. Moto Moto, you wake up in a sweat. You're on a mound of uh, mattresses, five mm. or six high. Lots of and feathers. yet you still felt like there was something hard in it. The last <clears throat> couple of weeks, this has been your main concern that your mattresses were not comfortable enough. <clears throat> Bed's too hard. Bed's, I don't know who I'm yelling at. There you say servants in there, of course. Chicken servants. You, this is the best mattress in the whole of the kingdom. Do you want us to get you another? What the hell? Yes, yes. Bring it. Uh, <laughs> get the paddles, get the oil, lift me up, you know the procedure. Yeah. My wench. <laughs> My literal wench. Get the elaborate pulley system <laughs> to the ceiling, connect it, pull me up. Uh, Moto Moto, what do you look like and what does your room look like, including okay. the levy system? Well, uh, so Moto Moto has kind of given up on life and that was decades ago. Somehow he's still alive. Um, he's confined to bed, and I think it's just because he has so many supplicants 
sustaining his life force. Uh, if, if he didn't have this support feature, he would be dead, you know, probably many years ago. Um, I'm huge. I'm probably as wide as the mattress. Like, you know, those like 400 pound and me reality shows. Picture that, but, you know, covered in feathers. I'm picturing kind of rag yeah. on a stick bar. Yes, yes. that's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. Yep. That is it. That's exactly <laughs> what I am. Um, you know, stuck in the bed, can't move. Um, very displeased, very unhappy, but I get fed the finest foods, the finest drink, and women come and, you know, bury themselves in my fat folds, find my cock, you know, stroke it, and it's a bit of fun. And that's sort of the highlight of my day. Not for them. Not for, no, 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 no. They get a little bit of gold, you know. Yeah, that's um, the fun bit. <laughs> that's the fun bit for them, maybe. But that's the highlight of my day. The sex and the food and the drink. Um, and right now I'm waking up, so I'm miserable until I get one of those. I know. bet you can't even get a boner anymore now, though. Uh, Probably not. It's, it's, yeah. pushing, it's pushing rope for them. You've learned a cantrip to make it work. Yeah. 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 I have At least foul you remember. Viagra. I have a caught chicken mage that, you know, resurrects my cock or something. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Bringing now, master. Yes, my cock. <laughs> my cock. Bring it. Rise it. <laughs> <laughs> Make it tall. Uh, bring in breakfast. I demand food. Where is it? Come on. Okay, you know the so procedure. We've been doing this for twenty years. It's, <laughs> I, I don't know who I'm saying this to. You're you're getting slowly like wenched out of bed, um, uh, and uh, quite like a couple strong men like pulling the levers. Uh, um, there's quite a lot of um, servants kind of walking around. There's a few servants lugging up mattresses to add onto your pile of mattresses, and uh, you have uh, your breakfast coming up. What would be uh, what would Motor Motor be eating? Oh, God. Um, the what would Orson Welles be eating? Ah, the French champagne. The <laughs> finest pussy. No, look, I think uh, Moto Moto would be eating. Um, yeah, like, what was the Orson Welles O, the cereal? I don't know, some like, kind of uh, Moto Moto brand. The tomatoes, like in um, Lord yeah. of the Rings. Yeah, like yeah, those yeah. cherry tomatoes. Just, yeah, really nice, fine vegetables, fruits. Uh, just a wide range of everything stacked on each other in a gross gross table do you think he probably would have like a special like blood sandwich that at this point like he's like i think yeah like the, i picture like the Some homer sort of simpson Elvis affair yeah, yeah. The, the homer simpson butter waffle um the dream moon waffle or whatever the moon waffle, or the uh the elvis pancake sandwich with peanut butter what was it darcy what's the i think it's peanut butter banana yep yeah bacon bacon well, i know fried. it's gonna make you shit yourself to death on the toilet yeah. covered like in butter Elvis. A um, bunch of that shit's coming in. Where's my banana sandwich? Toasted it's, with it's coming. Oil. You just ate one of them. We're quickly getting another. Master. Another. Your That's, Highness. I'm farting Dude, you're and shitting. shitting. And, you yeah. just, like, you <laughs> just got a special gross. chair. You got a special <laughs> yeah, yeah. chair. It just says yeah. toilet. You hear a yeah. knock on the archway and you see two familiar faces. Come. It's Kishma and Koto. Oh, what do you two want? You know, sons and daughters of mine, that fucking whore. Dad, (laughs) father, you must understand, we look exactly like you. You're living in some sort of fantasy realm. You can't keep blaming mother for this. (laughs) Plus, it's just a rumor. You don't know what I walked in and I saw her with that manea, that... I don't know why I'm British now, but that's... When I got fat, there was fat on my vocal cords and it made me British. 
<laughs> Dad, uh, so Kishma comes up to you, and Kishma and Koto, they look very similar, just a female and a male version. Yeah. Um, they've, they've got white feathers like you, but they have that iridescent quality that, yeah. uh, that Krishma has. Right. So they're kind of like uh, glimmer different colours as they walk. They mm. are quite the sight to behold. To really be beautiful. Yeah. Um, Kishma comes up to you and goes, Father, Rawr. she wants you to come to the council meeting. That bitch, knock out and have a executed high treason. It's Where's my peanut butter sandwich? She grabs it from a servant and passes it to you. Thank you. Oh, mm. oh we, yes. She wants to. Mm. We have a few things that we need to get sorted, Father. We need. If you bring up that bloody succession again, I swear. Not only the succession, Father, and I promise you, I do not want the throne. It's not I who wants the throne, but we need to. Ugh. We need to assign the comb and the claw. Where's the doctor? My chest hurts again. Get the doctor. My chest. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, the oh. doctor comes over. Who's always there? This is full of <laughs> yeah, he's just permanently. He's terrified. He like he listens and he goes, yeah. Oh, I only skipped a couple this time. You're fine. Thank, thank you. Carry um, is on. It, is, is it indigestion? It's the, is it the peanut butter or is it the, my heart? I, I think it might always be the peanut butter, Um, but not sure if... The peanut butter runs through your heart now. I tell you, Sorry. I'm yelling at the chef. I'm pointing at the chef. Use more oil <laughs> when you fry the sandwiches with the peanut butter and the banana. Yes, master. Thank you. Of course, master. <laughs> what are we saying, Krishna? I mean, uh, what, uh, what's your name? <laughs> and you can, name so you? Do, you can tell she's buttering Kishma. you up a little. Of course. Like, Much like please, the servants are doing to lift please. me off my bed. How about if... We go and just just sign the paperwork. Then um, we can have a feast, and uh, we you can watch some battles. How about that? We can get you over to watch some battles. <laughs> that I do like to watch battles. Apparently, battles, that is yeah. something I like to do. Yes, <laughs> you're right. You got me there. As tempting like, as that is, it's kind of like. Uh, like uh, battles of uh, women just with no weapons and it's oil. Oh. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh. oh, yes. Oh, yes. Why don't you bring that to me here? No, that no, could father. Be good. no, father. Come on. Come on. And Koto's like, Help daddy. Help daddy out. And father. I kind of tickle her, tickle her, like kind of grossly. <laughs> and Koto kind of like pulls, <laughs> pushes you like aside from her a little. They're very close, like oddly close, these yeah. twins. Yeah. And he goes, Father. We need to get this organized. This is getting absolutely ridiculous. Look at yourself. Koto, I keep telling you, you're not my son. Like and you're Kishma. You're not my daughter. Why would I set up this succession? Why would I name you heir when that whore mother... Uh, and I get sad and I sort my eyes sort of wander. And Bring Kishma's me women. Bring me the women. Where are the women? Kishma goes, there's no more women until you go to this meeting, Father. And she kind of taps your hand. She goes, please, for me. And I maybe I look around the room and I see everyone sort of desperate for me to just say yes. They're sort of mm -hmm. really looking into my eyes, being like, come on. 
And I've been doing this for like years. I've literally yeah. been in my bed for years. Every day it's food, drink, <laughs> sex. Food, drink, sex. Fuck off Kishma. Food, drink, fuck off Koto. Sex, fuck off Kishma. <laughs> sex, drink, food, fuck off Koto and Kishma. You said there'd be naked women in the throne room? Hmm? That can be organized. That can be organized? Oil? Hmm? Let's not push it too far. What do you mean? But they have to have Fine, to Fine, there'll be oily <laughs> naked women at the, at, the, at the table. Hurry up. Okay, Dad. I'm only doing this because I'm bored. You know, I'm yes. not naming you bloody whore mother. All right, bring out the chair. There was already a chair ready. Yeah. And they kind of winch you onto it. It creaks <laughs> as you get pushed along into We're, the courtroom. I should probably ask my advisors. They've kind of been silent. I, are they not here? I guess they're with your whole mother, huh? Well, they're all in the court. Uh, it's hard to talk to your advisors, says Koto, when you're never around them. Uh, they can come to me. They should come to me. I'm the king. Well, maybe some uh, fat kings should get off their asses and do their job. I, if my hand could lift off my bed, I would strike you. <laughs> if I could lift this wing, oh, you he, like, get it. He looks at his sister and like rolls his eyes um, and walks ahead. Oh, this and... is tiring. Slow down, slow down, slow down. I'm not, I'm not moving at all. I'm, I'm yeah, literally... like the person <laughs> pushing you was like... <gasps> How many people are moving this? Is it like a? It's is it? It'll a be rolling? like two strong men. It's on wheels. Yeah. Um, at least five. At least five. Yeah. Come on. But it's yeah. it's it's more like um, like a flat trolley. Like you're lying flat right. on it. Right. Look at yeah. this, huh? It's pretty just wheel shit. It's pretty good, right? Huh? Mm. Mm. Well, we just. No have one remembers wheels. the train I built. The Moto Express. My train system. <laughs> I'm yelling at no one. That I'm, old like, man no one's yelling listening. into the air. Um, <laughs> give me a, a. What does this like courtroom where the high court is in? What does this look like? Uh, yeah. So it's there's kind of like three layers. So at the bottom layer, it's a huge, huge throne room with pillars to intimidate the ruled. You know, they walk mm -hmm. in from a grand entryway. Um, and then in front of them, they see a second level where those who are granted audience can ascend to. And also mm -hmm. people of the court, the nobles, the high lords, whatever. They're there like, lingering and being creepy and politically plotty. Um, and then on that third level is the throne. So the throne is a giant... It looks like a giant half ball of twigs but the twigs are gold so it's literally called the golden nest throne and it's it's made out of golden <laughs> golden twigs you know completely my <laughs> original idea so as you enter in you see a killer and she's uh comes up to you and uh kind of like yells out to the whole court the king, all rise for the king. And everyone kind of like rises up. And you hear people like pecking and um, a few like whispers as they see your monstrous body. My God, what the hell is that? I see. I thought Jesus. he was in hiding. No wonder he was in hiding. And they hear me in the background. Where are the naked women? <laughs> Where are they? Okay, what? Oh, 
your majesty. We've brought We're... you here today. Akela. Because we need to... You know what we need to do. Ah, oh, this bloody succession. I'm not dying anytime. Well, maybe I might, I might die in like a minute. <laughs> Who knows, right? And Bring time more is sandwiches. of the essence. Yes. You must choose between your daughter or your son. I don't have a daughter or a son to that bitch. And I point to her. And Karishma looks away. Shaking gonna, her head. I'm now going to do something crazy. I'm going to take a moment. And I'm going to pause. You're now going to do something crazy? Yeah, no, now I'm going to do something crazy. I'm going to sort of like, oh, everyone's looking at me. Akila's looking at me. Karishma's looks away. And I'm going to like sit there kind of angry. I've been building this anger for years and I've done sort of nothing. Well, I killed Benet or he's dead. But I've done pretty much nothing about it. I sort of rise up and I say, Hear me, people of the court. And I point to my kids. These are no sons of daughters of mine. That bitch, Karishma, your queen, she slept with that Maneo. They're bastards, they're not my heirs. I have true born sons, not true born, but I have bastards that are of my blood. I now legitimize them, I name them as heirs. And the court just goes crazy. There's people yelling and uh, Karishma is, uh, is kind of like trying to get order. And like swords and, get drawn and shit, right? Yeah, like, swords are it. drawn and um, uh, it's like some people like uh, like yelling and you're, like, your son is like trying to get, like, to get at you basically and he's getting pulled away. And I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck as uh, that's happening you call forth some of your bastards to come into the court you, you know their next. names you heard the rumors bring forth uh, <laughs> uh, what's his name it escapes me let me just think here uh, someone whispers in your ear I would say that uh, a killer is still like kind of loyal to you she goes yeah. Hermes Featherfoot Hermes! Make one of them named Gary, please. Uh, yeah, sure, okay, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Uh, what about Garrus? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some some interpretation. Garus. Yeah, sure. Garrus Pompo Chicken. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> bring, bring, bring forth the other what one. Not, to bring forth the other one. <laughs> Can you, Darcy, do, do, do you mind being in, do you mind being in this scene, actually? As Gary Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Like we're, gonna, we're gonna do you, we'll, we'll do you second. Father, I'm here! We'll do you second. And David and Rory, you can, be the, you can yeah. be the third one. But I've Josie, been waiting years for you to accept me! What's Josie, the third one? Josie, the first one. Hang on, let's do the first one first. What was it? Hermish Feather... Feather... Feather fuck. Where is he? He, he comes in and he goes... Vada and he's like got little glasses. He's uh, quite. Uh, he, Wait, he which works one's in... the warrior? One of, which one. one's the one that's kind of strong and handsome? This What's one's Rory's... disgusting. Roy, name your chicken name. Uh, his name is Sir Beaksalot. Sir Beaksalot. Father. <laughs> Look at this man. That's my sheed. How are you, Father? I am strong. I legitimize you, Beaksalot. You are my heir. The king of the realm. 
along with some others. But but yes, you're also oh. heir. You have to you have to you know, put your claim, stake it out. You know, don't fight. You Who know. shall you, I slain, Father? No 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 no. I mean, you Who might do that. Who shall die to that, my beast? Father? like this guy's this guy's an absolute idiot. And Christian goes, this is heresy. This guy's there a was stupider. no other at the time. How no. dare you insult me? They You're lucky to have children. your life. You're lucky to have your life, bitch. It's kind of a gross way to talk to women. Like I'm kind of losing respect. <laughs> to, to, You're kind of fuck. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of like, 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 even like, even though it's legitimate for me to be like to have the problem of you know my children may not be mine for me to treat my lady wife this way it's really not uh but still you know that's part of the character, character progression he's, he's that's part of the character he's got a point well, yeah but he's not, also we're not advocating for this behavior. No, exactly. um and exactly. at the moment jazar kind of sidles up and says i must stop all of this this will be dealt with in time but your majesty Yes, I have right. something of utmost importance. A letter for you. Uh, it's been actually kept in the... Oh, my brain is goo. You're all right. I was just announcing the other bastards. Oh, I let you... me think. I've lost okay, the you... word. Your majesty. It's You're coming. right. Just, just, it's it's just coming are, are you having a stroke? I'm doctor, where's the doctor? Is he I'm okay? Thinking it's Doctor, coming. <laughs> it's the right, smell. You're... It's the smell. I'm also I'm... You need a... It's Doctor. in the vault. Vault. That's the there word. was an opportunity. No, 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 Josiah. You were telling me in bed. Not in bed. We weren't in bed together. I'm not gay. I'm not gay. I'm not gay. <laughs> My wife cheated I'm on me. Okay, I'm not gay. I'm not gay. I'm not gay. You were in my my chambers recently. I don't know what this voice is anymore. <laughs> you were in my chambers recently, <laughs> and you told me. You told me that. I need to wrap this up. It's been 20 minutes of just... Okay. No, no, Your Majesty, I have something for you. You told you me that the other kingdom was promising me like a sex thing or something, right? No, <laughs> no, Your Majesty, you must be yes. mistaken. But Sorry. please take this. This has been the vault for th about a hundred years. It said yep. to give this to the king on this yes. day, which was odd because we never had kings before. Right. And so we must give it to you today. What is it? It's a letter. Well, you, you want me to read it to the court? I'm not that stupid. Oh, no, you can read it. It's your king's business. Uh, you can have a look at it. Do it. Yeah. Uh, can I, can I read over it quickly? Yeah, so, like, having a look at it, you are quite perceptive over time. Like, you know, like, when people are trying to poison you and kind of stuff like that. But, the, I mean, that's, but that's not perceptive. That's, like, obvious. Yeah, but uh, when you look at it, you can see that there is a seal... With the crest of a squid, a crown, and violet. Oh. But oh. the seal has been expertly put back on. It had already been cracked at one point. Oh, that's perceptive. Yes. Of me. Okay. Yes. I still have eyes. So somebody is reading your letters. Uh -huh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know it. <clears throat> oh, so oh, as you read the letter, it says, Hello, Moto Moto. Hi. I th this should be a time good time for you to go home before Gary gets back. He's in a bad way. Gary? And I don't think he has much time left. But I think it would be he would like to see his best friends at the end. I know it's a big ask for a king and all, but Dad, as much as he pretends, he misses you. 
Lots of love, the scary witch. Well, that's what you called me the other day. P.S. I thought you might want this. So I asked your dad to give it to me. Um, and falls out a little clay chicken. You and your dad used to make them all the time. P.S. P.S. Uh, it's me, Gary's ugly daughter. <laughs> I know I, who that is I'm now. in the I past, and I'm also Ugh. the witch from your hometown. Dad <laughs> said, what? "Dad said that sometimes you need things spelled out to you." Oh, she wrote. Whoa, that's crazy. I did need <laughs> that spelled out witch? to me. I never would have guessed. I'm saying this to Jafar, and he's like, "What are you talking about?" It's just Jafar from Aladdin, yeah. right? That's his voice. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about, King? My, your Majesty. Anyway, please that's crazy. come home. Well, I, I didn't know Gary was alive. And I just stare out into distance. Alrighty. Well, we're going to cut to Gary now. That was a long scene. Sorry, um, yeah. That was Sorry. fun. In, it was fun. Yeah. In the future. An old man sits sleeping in a room humming with computer equipment. A storybook half fallen out of, it, of his hands. The princess and the pea. All the gold had left Gary Pumpernickel's hair by this time. Wake up, Dad! Oh. Oh. We're gonna go home. Is today the day? I hope so. I think I I got it this time. Alright. Uh, I believe Aubergine. in you, young one. Aubergine now is in her 50s. And she'd healed all of her wounds. And looked like the spitting image of Grace. Except, except her hair was straight like yours. I think it is time that we leave, Dad. I'm getting a bit sick of being called a witch. Wouldn't want to be called that any longer. I mean, I don't. I'm, if I never see a flashing light in the rest of my days, I'll be happy. <laughs> can you uh, pass me my walking stick, can you? Yeah, all right. Here you go. How do, did you. What does your walking stick look like? It's like a. I think it's like a gnarled piece of wood, something that you would rarely see. In this like environment, but it yeah. reminds of, of of home. Beautiful. Um, I want you to do the last, probably last check of this whole thing. Do a perception yeah. check. A perception check with advantage. You okay. know her very well. Um, I mean perception. Uh, th- thirteen. She's sad when she looks at you. You're old now. And she's worried. What's up? I'm just worried, Dad, that if I can't do this, then you won't ever get to go home. Well, that's all right. Things no, aren't Dad, too bad not. here. It's not. You deserve to go home. It's your fault. It's my fault. It's not your fault. Listen, what have I taught you? There's always going to be at least one ray of sunshine in the sky. You just might need to wait a minute or two to see it. She has a little bit of tears in her eyes. And she's like, you at this point, the walking sit helps, but you do need a little bit more help too. Oh. And she's got her arm under you. Yeah, my 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 left arm is gone. It's like yeah, under your my my sleeve yeah. is just like pinned up, like oh, yeah, yeah. like an old hunter with like a with one missing arm. Mm-hmm. Who's the character from The Simpsons who's got 
One arm. I don't know. Uh, what? There's a one-arm character. Describe more, maybe. <laughs> he's like a scruffy, weird. Maybe he's like a pawn shop guy. I don't know. Oh, oh yes. yeah, the, the nuclear bomb shelter. He's obtuse. Yeah. He's obtuse. He's a obtuse. I don't think he character. has a name. Yeah, and I think, I think it's like Leonard. Leonard. <laughs> Call him Lenny. Len. Len. Lee. Le. Ooh. Yeah, I like waddle my my way over. Kind of got like a bit of a hunchback going on. Where to? Well, back to the gay. You've tried this many times before, but um, Orby couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, back to the gate. Back it's to this the time. Gate. This time, I'm sure I can feel it. I think so. I think this is the last time we can do it. You know, we got to do it. Um, Orby never married. She's always spent most of her time working hard for other people. I think um, when society fell and lots of people died, she kind of put it on herself. And I think you know that she needs to get away yep. as well because it weighs heavy on her. Sure. So you walk along the old cityscape now full of vines to a gateway that Aubergine had made with some other scientists. And it's a big circular gateway. And she holds your hand and she goes, this time it's got to work. It has to. I believe. And she oh, all of a sudden... Oh, what are we going to do with the, the box? Oh, I've got people to look after the box. <laughs> all right. Make sure they read them stories, all right? Make, make them sure. work better. Make them hum louder. Yes, Dad. <laughs> There's a slight look of, oh, God, he's going soon. <laughs> <laughs> and she uh, she starts to focus, and there's this familiar purple light that emanates from her, and uh, you know that she's looking for something more, something in her. She's trying to connect back as much as she can. She has to break a seal push through, like rip open the way between. Um, and the light kind of like crackles around her purple light and you kind of see her freaking out that it, it's not working as it kind of glimmers down. And she looks over at you with tears in her eyes and she's like staring at you so strongly. And... As she looks at you, those tears, they glitter green for a second. And then from that moment, the green kind of envelops the purple and it's like whirling around together and she pushes it to this gateway. And now there's kind of like a watery surface that is purple and green all at the same time. And she goes, Dad, we, we did everything. We just got to step through. I mean, I hope. All right. Me first. Yeah. I'll race. I'll race you. And I waddle. I'm like waddling, like <laughs> dunk, dunk, with the with the stick. Uh, you kind of thromp through, and she follows after uh, to complete blackness. And the void itself seems to speak. You have broken me in three. 
And your daughter goes, Oh, no. Where are we? This isn't... Dad. I'm sorry. What? It's just black. It's empty. You must... You come to this realm and split us so... Our brothers are broken free to the other side. So I stopped you in between your journey. Because you shattered my worlds. Dad. Do you know anything? Do I, do I know anything? I can't feel anything. I just can't feel my power. I'm sorry, Dad. I'm just... It's empty here. What can what can I see? Nothing. It's black. Just that voice saying you split me into three. Hmm. Well, we're just passing through. You must help me find my brothers. Doc. That sounds oddly familiar. Perhaps I already have. You have. I think I did. Dad, what do you mean? I think I might have done that already. Who is this? <laughs> That's what I mean, exactly. Um, what, is this an old friend, perhaps? Is this no. Horatio? That name seems familiar yet. Long forgotten. What, we're friends, mate. I'm not sure if you remember. Is that the cat? Oh, God, Dad. I think I know what we need to do. She steps forward. She goes, I'll help you find your way back home. I know where. And I know when they've gone. But I need you to put Dad where he needs to go if you help us get through. Not stop us on our way. But I'll lead you where to go. I know where they are. And Dad will help later on. I think I, I do. You do? Yeah. I'll help first, then Dad will. All right. And then... You hear... I'll see you say, when I saw you. I all right, guess. Dad. I'll make sure there's somebody there when you get back, hey? Will you, are you, will you be there? Will I, Dad? I don't I imagine so. so. I hope so. Maybe. Love you. Love you too, little one. Stay safe. You, the black fades, and all of a sudden there's this bright light, and you hear, Oh, my God! The letter was right! And you, for a moment, you think you've gone back in time to where your dad is because this guy looks exactly like your dad. He's standing <laughs> there with a tiefling girl that looks oddly familiar too. Dad, it's me, it's Gertrude. <laughs> oh, it's Gertrude. me. You see he's got metal clamps holding his legs up. <laughs> I'm stronger, daddy. <laughs> I can walk. You look so big and strong. 
I am, I got this weird letter and it was old and it would be kept in a box. Um, some old lady in the village said I was meant to get it at this time. <laughs> and, right. um, and the letter said it was from Orby. Um, but she's already uh, long gone, apparently. Um, but... Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> apparently. Dad, come with me. I was meant to get some royal visitors today. They got letters too. I'm royal? <laughs> royal? Yeah. What sort of royal? Oh, we'll have to wait and see. Um, Just and the, the little old me. Yeah. The tiefling woman puts her arm to help you, like, walk up the hill. And um, tiefling woman. she goes, I never said thank you for saving us. I was one of those children from the island. Oh, I remember you. Yeah, you and Gail. Uh, Is this God the rest sex her scene? soul. What she happened every... to Gail? She's over she 18, just... right? Well, she was trying to lift too many big kegs and they kind of fell down on her. But she lived up oh. until an old age. <laughs> she just, you know. Oh, it was a sad day. Being old is tragic, actually. Yeah. Yes. But I'm I'm your daughter-in-law. Oh, well, welcome to the family. As you look up, Kingsford is huge. It is... There is so many more... It's still kind of like... It's not as, on as much of a hill anymore because it was a big crater <laughs> at that point, but it's it's huge. There is, like, uh, what... Um, Gertrude was kind of explaining to you that this tra- there's a train station that was specifically made for Kingsford um, by a royal decree. <laughs> right. And he has many bakeries now all around the lands because mm. he can now manage them from far away. And he goes, Dad, um, you, they're meant to meet you at the bar soon. Yeah. Um, but... I said a very long time ago, I was going to make you some squid bread. I'm going to bring you some squid bread, all right? I'd like nothing more. Oh. Um, and, and thus begins the squid bread. I don't, there I don't too. know if I can actually eat it. Yeah, I actually, you can. Over the okay. time that you've been away, you slowly could eat bread again because there's oh, no good. God's involvement. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, it might take a little bit of time for them to know that you're back. Yep. All right, David, Motomoto, take your turns, whatever you want. How the fuck would you like to roll up into this town? (laughs) A a fog rolls into town. Wait, who who are we? You're all meant to meet at the pub. (laughs) A fog rolls rolls through the streets. And the clouds come dark. Can can I? I feel like David's is more epic. Rory, do you mind if I come first and then the fog can. Sure, I guess. I guess you can roll in. No, no, how about the fog comes in, but you see that you're not first and the fog rolls (laughs) out. You're first and you want to be last. (laughs) He just, Uh, he's he's setting up the, the entrance. If you oh well, I rolled initiative and got eighteen plus five or twenty three. Are we rolling? Kill Gary? Wait, what are, you, what are <laughs> we doing? Why are you rolling? Are we rolling? Just go. Just get, no. no, no, that's okay. good. You go. I think. I think if you want to do like a scary. No, 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 no. You go first. Go first. Let's go. Yeah. You okay. Go first. Yeah. Just a just a insane royal procession, and it's like it. You know, a lot of people aren't happy to be there, but people are like. People are like, you know, hands on the hilts of their swords, kind of freaked out because war, they know that like conflict's about to start when I've named like bastards 
when I've legitimized bastards, when you the question of yourself. the air, the question of the air has not been answered. I am here because I'm bored. I'm here because I want to see Gary, and I know I'm going to die soon. I'm going to die like any minute, and I just want to have fun. I want to go see Gary and have a chin wag and laugh about old times. And I have brought with me a royal procession. Can we do? Um, a giant palanquin just because it'd be funny. Yeah, so, you can do anything you want. Like uh, some kind of <laughs> cart would, would make much more sense. But I think it's funnier if we have like an ancient palanquin where like 30 chickens are like holding me up and I'm just pretty much in a bed. Struggling to hold you up. Yeah, they're absolutely like ter- Like every like five minutes they need to swap out with other muscly chickens. <laughs> Yeah, I think maybe uh, Gary, you see this as you're walking to the pub. You see this the like this royal parade going. It's like a hundred, like a hundred men at arms, like a huge thing. Is this the royal parade? Yeah, it's a bit much, hey, Dad. Oh, I mean, it looks pretty extravagant for an extravagant personality. Yeah, well, we ain't much heard from him lately, so. Right, but he did. Well, it's nice of him to turn up anyway. Well, he bought he he did the train the, the train station. Someone said. Yeah, he did do that. That was nice. It didn't yep. at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just named after me, so everyone thinks yeah. it's me. And what about the rest of the town? The town, like, where's is is Grace around? Mum's in the pub. I, oh. to be honest, Dad. I was scared that that letter didn't mean anything, so I didn't tell her anything. Didn't tell her. Um, but she's old now. Well, well you're I'm, old. I now. relate. And you know. Can um, I get kind of? I just close? didn't want to get a yeah. I just didn't want to get her hopes up. So I'm sure she'll be happy to see you. Yeah. She's still kind of helping at the bar. I mean, no one can tell her not to. It's getting ridiculous, though. Maybe you can. Maybe you can retire. I wouldn't dare put that on her. <laughs> I might help her. Oh, there we go. Oh, looks like that guy almost fainted as the palaquin <laughs> comes down. David. <laughs> Wait, Gary. <laughs> I remember your name. Is Gary. That, Gary, is, is that, that Moto you? Moto? Gary. Go. I like to think I'm like the size of Moto Moto and he's the size of me. Like yeah. we've, we've swapped yeah, in yeah. width, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Gary, Gary, come closer, come closer. Oh my god. What, <laughs> what happened to you, Moto? What do you mean? <laughs> it's good to see you. <laughs> you. You too. I, you, I thought you, you were dead. Is this is this normal for you're, you're, you see, like a chicken, a like king. that's holding it huh? up, shaking his head when you said he's just normal. You're a king. That's yeah. That's that's fantastic. That's pretty cool. Watch this. Watch this. I click my fingers. Bread and wine, and like naked chicken women run up, give me bread and wine. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? It's pretty good, right? It's pretty sweet. Gertrude, that's, like eyes off that bread. I was like, shit. That's very impressive. Yes, I've also, in the years that I haven't seen you, I'm now British. <laughs> I'm also very impressed by that, too. Thank you. How are you? What's going on, man? What's happening, huh? Oh, you know, I've spent... I know what a computer is now, and I wish I didn't... 
Um, a, <laughs> like a young woman comes out who seems to be like the head of the pub at this point. Now she goes, "No, oh. he's got to go out the back. There's no way he's fitting out the front. Nah, get him up. Go around the corner. No, if he's coming in, he has to go around where all the uh, beer comes in." I whisper to someone beside me, "Is she one of mine? Is she one of mine? Go around the mine? back. Can you understand me? Go around the back. We speak common here." David, did you did you send that letter to Gary? Gary, sorry. David's Gary, not there, did, but yes. Gary, did you send that letter? What what's going I, on, man? I didn't. I don't, I'm not aware of any letter. It's just Orb. Uh, right. said to She finally brought me back, and right. she said that there'd be here, there'd be people here to to look after me. Whoa, whoa! Is it what the? Is this like a sudden mist appearing <laughs> around us? It's very scary. Should we be worried? So I'm going to say, not only this mist rolling and it starts to rain, nearby windows of the house is just to start exploding. And the <laughs> just chicken, like dramatically. The chicken children go, it's David Ween, David Ween. Uh, like and then you, you hear the clops of a carriage approach you as it appears so there's no horses dragging it. And it screeches out. In front of you now climbs a hooded figure, and a small painted yellow ragdoll cat jumps out at the same time. He then lifts up his hood and goes, "Hello, what are you up to?" David, David. looks exactly David. the same. He looks exactly the same as you'd left him. It's what good to the... see you. You haven't aged a day. I know it's incredible. Out of everyone in this group, I never—I would have pictured that you would have, you know. I mean, fuck, look at me. <laughs> His hair is silver. Wow. I do a little spin in my cloak and it, it, it flutters. Your cat goes, meow. What the hell? God damn it. What the hell is that thing? That's a dog. Hello, puppy. Meow. Yes, he's, a, he's, he's still learning something, but watch this. And I pick up a bone just from my carriage and throw it away, and it, it slowly walks towards it. Yeah, he puts it in his mouth, and slowly, like you have all probably gone into the bar, Moto Moto would have had to have been carted around the back of the bar. That's the only way you could yeah. get in. Um, and then, like, a good ten minutes later after you'd, like, uh, settled, that cat came back with that bone. Yeah. Oh, he's learning every day. But before that, Gary, you come in and there is a little old lady. She's knitting something like <laughs> a, a, <laughs> like a, 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 a milk. She's knitting, uh, she's knitting like a, milk. a, a she's representation knitting milk. of wow. roast milk. Wow, that's impressive. Milk. That's a she's complex knit, amino acid like protein. Sort of she's like knitting the milk. chains. Yeah, because they they have like in Japan they have at that bar they have like um uh you know like the plastic meals outside of like Japanese restaurants sometimes that represent the yeah. food. They have knitted versions of the food. She's oh, making one cute. of those. Yeah. And she's just um, knitting alone. She's just she's not looking up. Uh, hello, beautiful. I'm back. She looks up and she's like her eyesight's not as good as it used to be. She squints. Took you much longer this time. Oh, no. But we, we did our best. All right. Well, I'm tired. I love <laughs> you. 
Obviously, I do. Then your wife walks out. She have brain damage or something. (laughs) I'm tired. I love you. Oh wait, who is this aubergine? Who is it? She's She's out. Where the fuck? (laughs) Okay, sorry. I don't know what's happening. Sorry. Sorry. Continue with what you were saying. Is that Moto Moto? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi. What's your name again, honey? (laughs) Young girl. It's not be he's not being good without you two, hey. You want a mine? You want a mine? <laughs> no, no, my no ones? Nobody's one of yours. <laughs> I None think of I think you and I had a daughter or a son at some point. No. Alright then. No, All right. no, sorry. I'm thinking of I'll a, get, of a chicken. I'll get you some beers. I'm sure you've got some catching up. Sorry. We've got plenty of time, Gary. You got not much time with kings and um, whatever David is. That, I'm a lich now. <laughs> David, I don't tell know what me that your is. Secret. Yeah, what the hell? Like I mean, look at your or yeah, right. Look, all I can say is I can clone you and put you in younger. But I won't for you, Moto Moto. Okay, no, wait, 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 wait. I think it's best if you eventually die. But Gary, I'll check you in a younger body if you want. Moto Moto. No, I'm gonna let you die. Hang on, I got all these guys. You know, I can, I can be like, I can be like, hey, kill that, kill that scary rogue guy. I can kill all of them. I will bring a cloud of death. I am very powerful. Moto Moto looks at David and and knows that he's telling the truth yeah like, david like, is like there, there, there's a thing that, about david is that he looks the same but he has an aura of yeah death he has an aura. around him yes. and speaking of and an aura of death die around me yes you know you have like a when death is close david you sense it and yeah. both these men stink of <gasps> death almost the same heart disease yeah. Old age. Well, I like Which one? Who's who's who? I'll take a shot in the dark. I think you'll be able to guess it. I like to think that... When you see Death say I said hi, I haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> I'm going out with a bang. Literally, I'm going to fuck everything. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I like to think that, you know, the best part of the story is the end, usually. Mine will never end. Trust me, it's painful. It sucks. <laughs> Honestly, I've been having it pretty sick lately. You know how cool it is to be me? Tell you what, it'd be a a great way to spend your time. Sit in a bar, do some opium. That'd be like a good story, you know? Like an episode in a podcast. (laughs) That got missed. (laughs) How's that squid leg of yours? Yeah. It's, and I I pull it up. (laughs) I like to think it's just like an eldritch monstrosity. Like, it's just like... (laughs) (laughs) Like some sort of hissing, writhing mass. Well, I I got tired of the squid leg. I found this. So one day, funny story. Diving into the deep depths of dreams, I found a monster that was slumbering for years. And, well, I just kind of took one of his tentacles. It's kind of neat. No, that's all right. I'm I'm quite good with just one arm nowadays. It took some getting used to. Gary, where have you been? What the hell, man? I thought you were dead. I, th- I We had a funeral. We had a royal funeral at I some did. point. He, he's lying. He held no, a no, no. small funeral. Five people came. He Look, didn't I was in my chambers and I, I did a quick prayer and, you know, some people were there. I don't remember. I was drunk. Where I have did. you been? 
I did like, you know, question whether or not I was in fact in some sort of plane of death at some stage, but really I was just where we where we were together. Wasn't that just like another continent? You know? No, that something wasn't... like that. You know, like like we took a we we got on a boat and we got really drunk and then we woke up and we were in like a weird kind of. That was the continent you're from now, Mudgy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, no, no I, strangely I, enough, yes. The more I'm talking I to the to the DM, it, I'm, <laughs> the more I learned about it, the more I realised that it really doesn't matter. Yes, exactly. Just bitches, food, <laughs> that's and what, drink. That's what more, matters. More so. or less, right? Huh? But like, instead of bitches, like, I'm more interested in uh, intimate relationships with people you love. Fuck that. That's not real. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I laugh my ass off. <laughs> I think you all kind of spend uh, the night uh, pretty late for when you usually, before you usually go to bed yeah. and catching up, telling each other stories. And then I said, that's not a pain <laughs> um, That's a loaded gun. <laughs> and I think you've kind of, it's time for you to part ways. Uh, Motomoto has to get back to his royal duties. Or their lack thereof. <laughs> um, no, maybe like uh, I'm enjoying this and everyone else just needs to go. <laughs> like I would rather do this than sit in my bed, maybe. On my leave, I have two gifts for you of of power. What? Carrie. What's that? You, you are clearly going to die. Look, you're missing a leg. I'll give no, you I've some more time. Legs. I'll give... You? No. Well, your arm, whatever. What are you going to do gonna, with my leg? I want it because I am level 20. Uh, I am going to grant... Uh, Wish on Gary to give him restoration just so he has a bit more time with his wife. Oh. Yeah. That's lovely. Uh, and then I'm like, here you go. You've got like, I don't know, a couple more, a little bit long. His arm. He has like a little tiny arm now. I do. I get like yeah. a little, a little a click in my step. I'm like, click my heels. Oh, yes, I feel, there you go. I feel great. I have a raging uh, erection. <laughs> there you go. You've got some time with your wife. Uh, murder, murder. And I start just digging through my pockets. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. I've got for you... Um, Lower blood cholesterol? This, this, this mint. I've got you this. <laughs> oh, thank you. What does it do? <laughs> I, I eat it's it immediately. It's just a mint. It makes mm, your breath fresh. <laughs> And I like do the hand to my mouth and like breathe in. Hey, oh, that's, that's nice. That's that, good. Thank you. That magic was more like the stuff I used to do. Well, I, I just feel like to... maybe at risk of please don't undo it or anything, but perhaps you learn a, a thing or two from your old pal Gary. Sure, I had the ability to grant literal wishes. Yes, yes, I, I, I guess I and did. We're both, sure, we're both very powerful. So I'm like going to die soon. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are, you guys are, you guys are talking like we're leaving. Come on, let's, the party's just getting started. We've been drinking for like six hours, Josie. That... Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Gary's getting really tired, and I maybe David's getting sick of it. Sick of murder, murder. Yeah. <laughs> guys, come on. I can get, I can get chicken. You like chicken women? Hmm? <laughs> Don't what make you... me make you forget 
spending time with us, Murder Murder. That's my gift for you. He can do that. He can. He. You can do that. I believe. I can modify memories. Well, I'm gonna um, go and spend a little time with my family, but uh, you should stay in Kingsford and and we can hang out more. I would like sure. that. Sure. I would love that. Yes, I've got nothing. I've got, honestly, I've got all the time in the world. Me and Monica are going to meet up in like, I think five years. So I've got a ton of time. Uh, Moto Moto, you actually know something about Monica that David oh. doesn't know. Right from court or from council? No, from, yeah, from your spies from just yeah. there, around the area. That makes sense. Because of the logging around the Mudgy Kingdom. Yep. To help with, uh, you know, industry. Just, just building everything, industry, train All her system. power was yeah. based around the forest. Oh, wow. She is oh, I insane her. now. And she Honestly, that's just a plus for David. Kind of old and lost. Okay. So you know that. Okay. That's just a little bit of information that you know. Okay. I don't know um, if you would want to okay. tell him. So you're close to Monica, Dave, uh, David? You still see... <laughs> Every once in a while. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a terrible poker face. I kind of just look up and like he around. Looks, yeah, David, he looks like he's fucking hiding something from you. What you know, bud? What? You're staring off in the distance <laughs> like you came back from war. What's you going know, on, you champ? You know what I know? I know we need more wine. I know we need more food. Various. Where's my chef? Where is he? Oh. He's he's um, off the clock, sir. He's asleep. Well, get the second chef, the 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 sous chef, and the uh, the, the barley. Get out! It's closed. Go! I don't care if you king. Fuck How off. dare you command the king? <laughs> this isn't my get area. Some, get some, get some of your servants to wheel you out, you fatty. All right, all right. I get the oil. Bring wood and oil. <laughs> I say as the camera get, dollies in. Get the oil. Bring wood and oil. Get me my sponge. I think um, you all spend a couple months. In... Months? Oh, we, we, how long would you stay? Uh, well, I would stay forever, but like that's that's insane. Like, wouldn't war start in like a week? With with what the fuck? Do you I think did? you would care though at this point? I don't think. I don't think. Like, as you well, in your absence. Uh, you don't know what's happening in the kingdom itself. Well, what about all the all the men at arms, all the p- counselors with me, like all the people with me? Like that would affect them. Yeah. I anyway, I'm, so they wouldn't like. It's up to you. Do you technical. want to stay, or like, would you force um, them to you know stay? I, or? You know what I think will happen. Yeah. I think they're gonna give up. You know, this is kind of sad, and I'm gonna. This is gonna probably. I'm probably gonna regret this decision. But maybe like if I'm there for a month, um, I notice that my procession all the people with me start to leave i start to lose men at arms i start to lose counselors my chef has gone huh yeah you got my, no my chef. primary chef is gone the moto chef the mo chef it's well, harder like, for you to look after yourself as well like everyone's back at the kingdom because they care about their family and they want to like i'm a i'm a i'm a lost cause and it's you're obvious. just kind of living through your childhood now i think yeah. i think uh there's a couple of servants and a couple of like King's guard or whatever. Yeah. King's King's royal guard. Let's say after a month or so, because Gary was not going to make it through the night until David saved him. I think Gary has a good month with his family. He's got grandkids now as well. 
and he goes to bed one night after a big meal of bread made by his son and he sleeps next to his wife and he doesn't wake up but also Grace doesn't wake up either they were in each other's arms and I think David probably leaves not long after that moto moto and you're there yeah, in the city. Alone. He doesn't say goodbye to yeah. you. Goes. <laughs> and you let's wait, wait, wait. Let's open the scene with me looking at at Grace and Gary's in each other's arms. The one thing I don't have. Huh? Uh, That's think, beautiful. No? I mean, I don't know if you'd walk in on their room. Let's no, I mean, say, I'm looking yeah. in from the window because I'm I <laughs> yeah, can't yeah. fit. Sure. <laughs> yeah, all right. You're looking through the window da- and you da- see... David comes out of the bathroom yeah. and wipes his hands. <laughs> yeah. That's poetry. And um, you, you only right. have a few councils left and maybe you yeah. trudge back to them. Maybe there's no nothing really left here for you. And Jazir is still there and he goes, time to go home. What do you mean? What's yeah. happening? Where, where is everyone? Where's my well, chef? They went. They went home too, and you've got a home and family to go. I home. have no one. This, this is what I don't have, Jazir. This is what I came here to escape this shit. And I kind of break down, maybe you know. Moto, he kind of like pats you, but he's like not really like. Yeah, he doesn't. It. It's it's an awkward. I'm yeah. a, not only am I a, a, like a king, but I'm not someone to pity. I'm, you know, he, well, I'm and not someone that he would pity. He kind of leads you off into um, the royal cart, which is like the you basically have like a really fancy train that you've been sleeping in um, that's just been parked. But it's it's yeah. Awful, you, no one's been cleaning it. Yeah, it well, is, yeah, it's, well, it's well, 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 what am I? Yeah, if there's no one to carry me, I, I'm fucked. Like, I can't move. Right? I would say, like, some people in the town have been helping, but, like, they're grumbling at this point, you know. Yeah. Um, Just want you and, out. and you get back to the cart and he goes, Your Majesty, we we must go back. Let's uh, get this thing rolling. You know what, Jesse, I've I've decided to have a change of mind. I think I'm going to try and patch things up with charisma or something. Probably not. I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty drunk. Patch things up with charisma. My children, I'm going to name them as heirs. You know, not the, not the, not those bastards that I gave a bunch of power. That was a terrible. Why didn't you say something, man? I mean. By, let's say by this time, as you're saying this, like you're already kind of like on the rails. You're going yeah. off fourth. I'm on the rails. Kingsford. And, like, you're kind of halfway there. And as he's saying this to it, he goes, well, your majesty. And he comes up close to you. And you and you can, like, smell his breath. Yes, my trusted Jazir, my trusted good friend, my friend. good. a knife into where your heart is. He says, the, ki- the queen sends her love and she promises that she will avenge your death on the city of Umbra. And he pulls it out. And the body of King Motomoto is cast aside onto the grass. Only his pinky finger or pinky foot. Can I get a last 
Yeah, of course you can. Thank you. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Really quickly. Of course. Give us a go. Give it. Where are the naked, oiled up women? <laughs> Fuck. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> and the last scene is, David, you get home, you put your keys down. I have a pitch for David's last scene. Yo, go ahead. I, I put it. my keys on the hook and I'm, I'm walking down and my cat comes in with me. I'm like, there we go, Buck. He goes, Let's Ooh. go and check on it. <laughs> Meow. You, you son of a bitch, Buck. I hate you so much. And then I slowly, like, I start going down to my lab and I, I go and I pull a book and a bookshelf moves inside this room. You just see some dimly, dimly lit room, but there's vats and in the vats there's one of a clear gary clone growling and one of the moto moto one (laughs) and i go off and i just flush out i get rid of the moto one i was like "Mm, no i think i'm good (laughs) (laughs) and i'm just like all right we'll see you in 120 days gary and i i I close it up and leave that's good perfect much like baking bread, you're baking a Gary. Good job, Josie.